Voltron fans, this is Mark Morell, your host for Let's Voltron, the official Voltron podcast. We're here for another exciting episode of Let's Voltron, and this time we have a special guest. We're not doing an episode review, so I'm going to bring on my co-host, Greg Tyler. Welcome, Greg. Well, hello, Mark, and hello, special guest who we've not yet introduced. <laughs> um, it's kind of nice to have a break from episode reviews. They're fun, but it's uh, the most fun uh that i personally have on this uh, podcast is talking with the fine folks who are uh, fellow voltron fans and uh this person is uh, certainly one of those and we've uh, we've had the pleasure of meeting him in person more than once and he's been on the podcast uh once before too so uh, you want to take it away mark yes so the person that we're bringing on has been on the podcast before as part of our anniversary show that we ju just did last December. And during that, uh, we were talking to a bunch of people from VoltCon. And this time we decided to have him on all by himself because he has contributed so much to VoltCon and to cosplay and to Voltron. So we want to bring him back one more time. Eric Stocker. Welcome, Eric. Hey, thanks, guys. Greetings from Colossal Con 2022 in Kalahari in Sandusky, Ohio. Thanks for having me on. It's a great pleasure to be here. It's great to see you. And I see you have a very large friend behind you named Voltron. Yeah, you know, I've got to have him showing, uh, representing there. So, nice. you know, a little buddy over, over my shoulder. Yeah, he, oh. he looks like he's just hanging back, chilling out. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, I've entered him into the contest, co the cosplay contest for Saturday. So, see what happens. Cool. And you had won the costume contest at VoltCon 2019 with that, right? Yes, the original cosplay contest. I wasn't even sure what it was going to be like. I walked in and they, everybody's like, you got to enter the cosplay contest. Like, okay, show me how. And uh, it was uh, just some really good cosplays there. And uh, Marika Levine was the, the runner-up of Voltron. And... Quite honestly, I looked at hers and I thought she should have won, but you know, she said she thought I should have won. So I guess we canceled each other out and let the people decide. So, <laughs> nice. But it, it was a lot of fun, especially during the award presentation because uh, Savannah gave me um, a Funko Pop of Voltron, and her her presentation to me was, "Congratulations, you have won you." So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's, this is great. I love it. So it's still sitting on my shelf in, in a place of honor. Nice. So so can we take a look at that first year uh, costume that you had? That's the one that breaks down into the lines. As far as I've been able to tell from everyone, uh, that is the first individually worn Voltron cosplay that breaks down into, into the line form and then comes back into a Voltron. So can you describe these pieces? You right now are the Black Lion. I am the Black Lion. It's just the, the chest piece and backpack uh, where the wings for Voltron are actually folded up just like Black Lion does. And inside the backpack, as you can see, I've, I've got the uh, pseudo claws, if you will, over my hands. And those actually are designed to tuck up inside the backpack so I can carry everything with me. 
<laughs> each lion, including black, has a compartment where the the tail folds up and hides away. And uh, every lion does it, including black. And that was probably the biggest challenge because I'd never done anything like this before. So I wanted to challenge myself to see if I could. And it, I think I succeeded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've seen this costume close up, and you had uh, given given me a close up tour of the of the uh, costume at uh, Volcon twenty twenty one. The legs of the of the individual lions fold up, right? Yes, every lion folds up. Um, they, as you can see, uh, they they fold in, into themselves. All of the cosplays that I've seen for Voltrons, which I've I've never seen a bad one, but they all have representations from the toy line where the the lion's legs are on the outside they're all folded up i never i never really liked that idea myself that's i thought i wanted to stay true to the uh the the um show as as much as possible mm -hmm. so i thought if i you know what if i could uh make the, the legs disappear at, at first i wasn't even going to make the legs and i thought you know, I, I saw so many of these and I, the first thing I thought is what if they could make those legs actually work and make make the lines, you know, it looked like the toy line, but at least they'd have the short stubby legs, but they'd have the legs. Mm -hmm. So the, the science of trying to figure out how to make those legs lock while they're in position as both Voltron and the lions was a little beyond what I had ability for at the time. So I thought, well, what about if I could just make compartments where I could fold them up and have the compartments hide? And I went with that idea. I did a test run on it. And Green Lion there was actually the first one I made because when you're making things out of foam, the rounding it is probably the hardest thing, making, making a somewhat circle. And I thought, if I can't do Green Lion, that'll tell me really quickly that I shouldn't even try this. I think that's, so, a, that's a great idea, starting with one of the toughest things because you yeah. know you're going to have to get to it eventually. Why not start with it? Exactly. So it was... Uh, it was a challenge and it took a lot of lot of uh, R&D but the the end result was fantastic I mean when I walked into Volcon with it I was I was actually really scared because um, I'm going into a convention that Voltron is what this is and every everybody was really super receptive about it they I, I felt bad because I think I was in Franklin Kofod's panel when I walked in and everybody stopped and cheered and i was like oh i'm interrupting this poor man's panel this is not good so but, uh, i, I, I it, have to it, tell it you that phenomenal. that happens a lot whenever voltron walks in on a panel everybody pays attention to voltron yeah yeah <laughs> well I, I can't say i mean i think there was a picture out there from Pete white that he uh, he took and posted um it was just basically me after i just walked in and you couldn't see it under the mask, but I had a very, very large grin on my face. So <laughs> I, I felt felt pretty uh, pretty popular there for a second. That was that was good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop sharing here for a second, so that okay. you can so that you can show us that sword that we were just looking at. Fantastic. I have it right here. Let me have to scoot back a little bit because it's uh, you start with with the hilt, which as you can see just from my hands, I'm six two, so this. This thing comes up to about, I think I measured it five foot, uh, two inches. You and it just keeps going and going and going. Uh, it's got an aluminum frame because I, re I remade it. The original one had just EVA foam. 
Um, I wanted to make one that was going to be a little more fun. So this has got an aluminum frame with some special qualities on the inside. And if I push this button, I get a little wow. bit of daylight. Wow. So, so my blazing sword is truly blazing. Yes. And it really looks a lot better that way. Of course, if you look directly at it when you turn it on, you can't see anything for a few seconds. What kind of but, bulbs are they? Those are just those household LED strips. Wow. You can buy it, you can buy it at, a, at a hardware store. It's a big roll. I think there was 100 feet in there. Um, what, you, what I did was I actually converted it from AC to battery conversion. They actually run on eight AAA batteries. It's the voltage that's the important part. Uh, so I bought two AAA battery holders of four, four each. So each AAA battery is uh, 1.5 volts. So there's uh, six volts per, per container. And I ran it in series, making it 12 volts. And then it runs, runs the batteries. Nice. So, how, long, how long does the battery, how long do the batteries last? I've honestly, I've not tested it. Because uh, I, I just, I've always had a moment be like, I've got to use it now. And I try to change, I know they don't last long. So I would say probably, probably just a couple of hours. Okay. So when I, when I walk around with it, I usually have it off. If somebody wants a picture, then I then I'll turn it on, and uh, um, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun to get everybody's reaction. It's, for some reason, everybody loves the weapons. It's it's, <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of funny that way. I don't know why. Uh, the last Volcon, there was a lot of pictures shared where everybody was was holding the sword up, and even even Tiffany uh, from the Voltron store was uh, was holding it. Now that, that was a lot for her because she that's almost as tall as she is. Mm -hmm. so, it was it was something. But it was a lot of fun. Everybody gets a kick out of it. It's just fun to share. So there was also a thing that you had done for the Castle of Lions room, the main room in VoltCon. Yeah. Yes, the, the, the mini Voltron. Yeah. Or as we call the mini me. Well, this one's kind of interesting because uh, I know Greg and I had some random conversations with this a few times where you have... <laughs> A lot of times when you do things like this, you, you have to sacrifice form for function. So in this cosplay, the, the, my, my main one, the lions, they, they don't look necessarily like lions. I think I always laugh and say the green lion looks like some kind of uh, uh, small dog or something. And maybe the yellow and blue look like the Imperial Walkers off of Star Wars. So I always mm -hmm. get a little chuckle out of it. So what I wanted to do on this one, and this is Voltron put together, um, what I wanted to do with this one is actually focus on the lions themselves. I wanted to make them look really like the lions because as you can see, Voltron's proportions, I think it looks good, but it looks a little off mm -hmm. because again, you've got the, the function and form. If you wanna make something look good, you have to figure out whether it's going to be the lion or Voltron, one way or the other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very right. difficult to come up with that sweet spot yes. between them. Yes, exactly. Um, the one thing I've, I think I've noticed that, um, like Greg, with your uh, vehicle Voltron that you made, the, the more components that it has, the easier it is to make that happen. But as we know with the lion force, you've got five components. So what do you, what's your poison? So... I, I think that I made the cosplay look, the Voltron is better, and this little mini version, the lions look better. And that was the focus. 
So as you can see in the pictures here though, um, you've got the Voltron, but you've also got the lion's legs that are sitting there. And how I designed that to be is those pieces of each lion just lift off of those stands. So when they're sitting there, they look like the lions and it actually just looks like one solid unit. But when you pick up any of the lions and just go with that, then they, they break off. There's a good one there of yellow. Okay. Um, just, you just sit there. It's a little on a stand. If you can look right below his chest piece, right by well, what I always say is about his knee, you'll see that yellow bar there. Yeah. And that's yeah. just, that's just um, two uh, paint sticks, the paint stirs. All that is is that wrapped in a little bit of uh, small foam and painted. So when it's sitting on there, it actually looks like it's part of it. But when you lift that off, it's it's just the uh, just the stand holding all the legs together. That is so clever. I mean, I, I remember when you uh, seeing you remove the lions from their cradles, you know, their legs, their yeah. leg cradles, I guess you could say, yeah. the, the bodies and, and, and assembling the five pieces. It, it, what an ingenious design. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I wanted to do it because I wanted to try to... Uh, there's black lion there. The great thing about black lion, this this was really the one that challenged me the most. This was the first one I made because this was going to be what what had Voltron, you know, was going to be everything. So this is actually on the base where the feet are at. There's uh, on the on the right hand side where the leg is actually moved back a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's got some PVC pipe on it where it's actually bolted to the board mm -hmm. and the one on the, the one on the left is actually a piece of iron pipe for actual structural support so it's running <laughs> all the way up in through the inside of that so at the uh, at the part where the leg meets the shoulder area right, right at the black there's two holes in each one hole in each each arm and those pipe go into there where there's actually more pvc pipe to connect into it and that's where all the structural support. So from the, basically from the neck all the way back to the back of the feet go, um, that's all free hanging. Wow. So, and I had to make it that way because if you stand Voltron up, you can't really put his, put his legs at a movable position right now with, well, with my knowledge, I couldn't do it. Um, so I just decided it's all PVC structural skeleton all throughout. So there's, uh, PVC pipe, it's one main piece back through the spine, and it branches off into a T at the hips, and then the legs continue on to the end. And you see where the feet are at the very end. Those actually pop off when you form Voltron, and they hold, they have the holes in there so they can fit into the PVC pipe that's in yellow and blue lines. So it actually all connects together, basically like a big Lego set. Okay. That's so, a great design. Thank you. It was, it was a challenge to make, and uh, I actually, it actually became a lot bigger than what I had originally planned, um, because I, I don't know if it was just me letting it get away from myself or just because of necessity, but, you know, I, I thought I was going to make something a little smaller, and it turned out to be a little bigger and a little bigger and a little bigger, and I'm like, I hope I can move this thing, because <laughs> um, my original plan for it was to see if I could raise maybe a little extra money for Voltcon. Um, maybe oh. take it and raffle it off. 
and somebody could take it home and, and uh, you know, enjoy it. And the Volcon staff really, really liked the idea. And then they ended up saying, we don't think there's any amount of money you can get for that. So, you know, don't, you know, don't do it. And, and they actually offered to buy it off of me, but it was just, we, we kind of mutually agreed. It was just like, so it's, it's better. It's officially Volcon's uh, lions now, and I'll take care of any issues that they have that we can, we can fix, but it's in a wow. good, it's a good home. It's enjoyed by everybody. So that's, that's what really the main thing is. Well, you're really generous. Oh, I, I don't have any part of that is I don't have any space in my house for anything either too. So <laughs> and try to transfer, transport all that stuff back and forth. It's like, you know what, if it could, if it could be in Indianapolis, that's fine. We'll just, we'll just let that happen. No problem. <laughs> I I'm one of those people that I'd rather, I'd rather make it and, and let everybody else enjoy it rather than for it to sit in my house and collect dust. It's not much, not much need for that. So let's, if everybody can enjoy it all the better. Okay. Thanks. That's very, very awesome of you. So how long, how long did it take you to put that together? Uh, that was actually um, about three months. Three months. And, and wow. That was working, which is actually relatively fast. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, it's, um, it's a lot faster to put something together and build something like that when you don't have to wear it. Because <laughs> my, my, my Voltron took six months and about 300 hours. Wow. I wouldn't so, doubt it. And I actually had to take three months off of that because I, I was building it originally for OhioCon in 2020. And I, I had no idea about VoltCon at the time. And of course, 2019 was the first inaugural year. And I found I was already making it and I was taking my, my dear old sweet time trying to make sure everything was, was spot on and, and happy and thought, okay, I can, I can go with this at a leisurely pace. I knew what I was up against. And um, someone sent me, I was, on a, I was on a Voltron site on Facebook and someone sent me uh, a link to Volcon. And my first reaction was, oh, great. Now I got three months off my schedule to make this happen because <laughs> there's no way I'm going to miss this. Oh, wow. And I mean, you can't, you just can't take that kind of coincidence and you know you're i'm building a voltron and now comes a convention specifically for voltron mm -hmm. yeah i can't i can't turn that down so i had to really really put my rear end in gear and and get going on that and i have to really give a lot of the credit to my wife amy because she let me do that and put up with me the whole time of doing that, or should I say the lack of me being there to do that. Uh -huh. um, so, but I think she, I think she enjoys it too. So it, it was, it was really good. And we made it with just enough time to spare. We put the last piece, the last few fittings on it. My friend was coming with me. He helped me put the last few fittings on it that morning as we were leaving. Wow. Yeah. So to the somebody water. asked me, when somebody asked me when I finished it, I, I joked with them. I said, the paint is still wet. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's how I, that's how you tell people when it comes down to the wire. It's like, it's yeah, we, we just finished it. <laughs> okay. Well, coming, coming into last, last year's VoltCon. Okay. You, yes. you, you made something special for Greg and I. Yes. And we still can't stop thanking you for it. Oh, it's but not a problem. This is, this is the the Volcoms because we were celebrating the 10th anniversary of Voltron Force, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yes, indeed. And I was trying to think of anything I could think of for that because, I mean, it wasn't on very long. and I, I knew I didn't have enough time to make a Voltron. And um, so I thought, as I, as I watched the show, and I, I never really got to watch it much because it was on, it seemed like it was on sporadically. And I right. never found it. And, um, and then, honestly, I'd forgotten about it. And so it came up and I thought, well, what could be something that I could make for, for Volcom this year? And then I, I went back and rewatched an episode. I think it was actually one of your guys' podcasts that was talking about one. And I was like, wow, okay. I'm going to go rewatch this. And I, I saw the Volcoms and I'm like, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I can, maybe I can make one of those. So I sat down, I tried to look at some pictures. Greg, I know you helped me a few times with sending me the direction of some material. Because uh, I think it was, what, what was it, the Mattel one that had... Released. Yeah, yeah, it's San Diego Comic Con 2011. Mattel had a really large booth that was showing off the Matty Collector 23-inch classic Voltron, as well as painted maquettes of the Voltron Force Lions and Voltron, and also mock-ups of the Voltcoms. Yeah. So, as far as I'm aware, that mock-up uh, was the only uh, tangible uh, version of the Voltcom until yours came along. Yeah. So, I... uh, yeah. I uh, well, thank you for that because I I was kind of flying blind. I was trying to find show references and hitting pause and everything else. But that that picture that was out there really gave me really good reference. But I couldn't find a overhead view of it anywhere, so I had to kind of guesstimate, hand draw it and redraw it, and then try to cut it out and see if it looked okay and hold it up. and And I wasn't really sure about it at first until I f- put it together. Because there's th- there's actually three separate pieces to that, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure how it would look until I actually put the top of the head over, over underneath over top of where the the mouth is, where so the eyes would come out in the sides, and I turned I turned the uh, light on and I was like, okay, I think I might have something here, <laughs> um, but I made at first I made uh, two, I made red and green. And I thought, you know, maybe I could take these to Volcon and we could do something with them and, you know, show them off or whatever. And I made the f- first two relatively quickly. So I, I thought, well, why not? I'll make, I'll make another five of them or another three. And so I made all of them. Uh, the only thing I couldn't find complete, I found different mixed versions for Keith. Some said white, some said light blue. Um, so it turns out the ones I found were more light blue than white so i was like well i guess we'll go with that one sure no problem (laughs) but uh so i made those and um i think greg i mentioned something to you about making them and because we we kept it secret at the time and i thought well you guys have always done such great things for that and greg you put my voltron on your uh lions pilots and bots website so thank you for that also i know i thank you mm-hmm. a couple times before but always thank you well, so I thought, well you know what you guys you guys have always been great to me and it's been a lot of fun so why not just have a little surprise and make make some for you too so that's that's where it came up and then if you remember when i asked you who your favorite uh paladin was that's that's why i wanted to find out because i really didn't want to give you a green one if you really pidge wasn't your favorite so <laughs> i thought well let's find let's find out from you guys so that's that's where it came up and and the presentation was it was a lot of fun because 
uh, you know, I, I was, I was chomping at the bit. I was like, oh, I can't wait. Where, where are these guys at? And it was like, I didn't want to say like, guys, hurry up and do whatever you need to do. I mean, I know you're saying hi to everybody, but I want to give you these things. Hurry up. But, <laughs> so I was, I was, ex- I was excited to do it. It was, it was a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm genuinely pleased that you guys like them. Oh yeah. And what, and, a, what, a, what an amazing surprise and, and very kind of you to do that for us. Oh, and, and you also helped out Natalie, who uh, was doing a Pidge cosplay costume from Voltron yes. Force, that was, which that ended was, up winning, by the way. Yeah, that, that was the funniest thing because um, she, she had sent me a message, and ironically, I'd already finished the two, and uh, she sent me a message. She's like, hey, um, Eric, do you have any idea on how to make a Voltcom? And she sent me that through Facebook Messenger. And I, I sent her a picture back. And I, funny you should ask me that. <laughs> so uh, so I, I sent her the pattern that I had. And I said, you'll, you'll need to adjust this, obviously, for your size. Because she's, she's diminutive. And, um, but I told her what I did. And I, I ended up taking um, LED. It's uh, called EL wire and electroluminescent wire it's battery pack and it's very very flexible and thin and it inside your guys's comms are about 19 feet of wire wow wow that's why they're the bright as they are so it's it it goes wrapped and wrapped and wrapped and wrapped and wrapped and wrapped blue <laughs> burns and you know a little bit of words i probably shouldn't use and uh, you know so but uh that was that but she she actually took that and made her own she took uh, some uh, other LEDs that are much less, but much brighter, mm-hmm. and uh, she she put those through, and and the result was was fantastic. She did great, and not only that, she took it a step further to make Pidge's Ninja Star out of uh, resin, mm-hmm. and put the same LEDs in there, and you know, and the also that helped her win the contest, but really ultimately, what what won the contest for her was that that suit was made and any any cosplay contest you're going to be in when you make it that that's gonna be your your guide right there if you make it better than if you make it rather than buy it that's gonna win most of the time not always but most of the time the judges really look the work we had natalie on the podcast not very long ago and she did thank you you know she she sent out you know kudos to you again and thanks again yes I, I saw that and i was very flattered I'm, I'm glad that she 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 liked it and uh, it was a pleasure to help i mean the cosplay community is is a great community to be in because that's what everybody does you, there's very little sports competition in it you know where everybody's i'm going to destroy you it's, it's for everybody's everybody's out to help everybody else it's right hey how did you how did you do that this is how i did this and that's a starting point. And some people have an amazing talent for it that they'll they'll take it and go professionally. And I just do it as a hobby. I don't I don't I could never go professionally with it, but it's it's just a lot of fun. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that if I have questions, I'll shoot out an email or a text or a message on Facebook and I'll get responses almost immediately. So you also have loves other than Voltron that you've done in cosplay as well, right? Oh yes, I've got I've got a few. 
<laughs> so so let's let's show people some of those. Uh, let's okay. let's start with your your Robotech, right? Okay. Well, I just happen to have that. Well, that would be this guy. Holy moly! Wow. I've seen it in person, but it looks really great to see it all over again. Yeah. So this this is an updated version of my original one. Um, from Robotech, if any, everyone that doesn't know what it is, this is a Veritech fighter, which is the best way you can put it is an F-14 Tomcat jet fighter that turns into a robot and, and it has multiple stages. I didn't design my cosplay to do that, but the very first one was a different helmet. This is the up, an updated version of the VF-1J and it, the helmet is a lot sleeker. You've got a better eyesight lines. You've got two cannons on top and the face is a little more like a face where the first one was just kind of a flat surface and didn't you know, look more robotic. This, this has a more humanoid appearance to it. It's, it's a little more fun to make. Um, but you don't have much peripheral vision on that, right? I have zero peripheral vision. I can see about, <laughs> I, if I had a friend of mine walking around with me today, um, she was walking in front of me and she was probably five feet away from me. I could see her shoulder blades. Wow. So yeah, there's a lot of requirements at cons that when you have cosplays like this, you have to have handlers to keep you from running into tables, people off an edge of a cliff, you know, this. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants, nobody wants to no, no. play the stairs. No. Yeah. Stairs, stairs are my mortal enemy because I seem to make, uh, all these different things. Um, like with, uh, let's see. For instance, everybody, everybody knows this guy. Well, yeah. all this is, is I just bought a pair of cheap Croc sandals <laughs> and I built it around it. Now, wow. I, have large, I have large feet. I wear a size 15. Wow. Um, I, these you are- You have Voltron 40. size feet already. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so when you add the, this part onto there, I figured roughly I've got about a size 22. So I've got Shaquille O'Neal feet on a 6'2 body. So that's not. Uh, and, and you can't walk normally. You have to walk so that thing stays on that foot part, right? Yeah, I, I don't have any problem with it staying on my, my foot. I mean, that, that works pretty well. But the, the problem is, is with yellow and blue being what they are, they're actually wrapped around hockey shin guards um, because it has to be something on and off. That, wow. Yeah, so I, I built basically I built it around the shin guards. I found something that I can put on my leg and keep it on off and on easily enough. Um, originally, I was going to use a uh, catcher's shin pads from baseball. Mm -hmm. um, then the nice gentleman at the store said, you might want to use the, these instead. And that worked great. But the problem I had was I had to make it that was wide enough to fit my legs and put the, the lion's legs on and cover it, but yet small enough that I could still walk without crashing into each other. Mm. So, yeah. so basically what, what I'm doing now is anybody wants to be representation of how it is to walk in these things. Um, you've all seen hockey goalies with their, with their pads on their legs, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, imagine, imagine that you're wearing hockey goalie pads and wearing swim fence. <laughs> That's that's what it's like to walk in this Voltron. So there's there's the other part of, of uh, three three or two dimensional characters coming to three dimensional life that makes uh, life not exactly easy to do. So there's those little things. <laughs> it's funny. I, you know, um, 
when my daughter was young, she used to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And, yeah. you know, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and all those characters have enormous feet, which you don't really care about in a 2D cartoon, but that was done with 3D CGI yes. of the mid to late 2000s. Yes. And watching the, the weird twists and turns their legs go through as they walk is pretty yeah. hilarious. And and I, I guess you've got that for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's not a lot of fun. I mean, I when I was, I was wearing a size 13 in junior high and also going through my klutzy stage. So when you're, when you're a klutz and your foot hangs over about two or three inches of the stair anyways, you fall down a lot. So it's, uh, so I've learned how to fall and not hurt myself. That's, that's good. But so there's that. <laughs> let me, let me see if I can find some more shots of these uh, Robotech ones that you have. That was our shot of, uh, Patrick and Savannah and my friend Crystal, we all we all did a, a cosplay together, and we did our flight suits. And she went through Photoshop, took a picture of a toy. I believe that's the toy of an SDF one in the background, and photoshopped everyone in. Crystal's there on the bottom left, and that's Patrick O'Connor as Rick, and up at the top corner is Max, myself as Ben Dixon, and then Savannah O'Connor is uh, Miria. Love it. Okay. That shot. That's yeah. great. It, it was, we love it. Actually, it's kind of funny that a shot was so popular that my mom downloaded it and sent it to a uh, web store to make a, uh, a t-shirt out of it. Oh, Surprise me. Fun. Yeah. So it's, that's great. Those are the, the helmets that you saw us uh, holding in that picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, those that's the helmets. I made, I made all those helmets or actually except for Patrick's is Rick. That was actual motorcycle helmet. But that was an actual helmets. really yeah. yeah the one that, that that he was holding down there that was an actual motorcycle helmet. okay really, 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 yeah so i have the, to ask you you know it, it, we'll get into the construction of these if you like but i, I one of the things that, that blows my mind about your work is that you take what pretty much has only ever existed in 2d and realize it in three dimensions and that is very, very difficult for something with a lot of complex curves like these helmets. So please tell us how you did this, what, how, how you visualized this in was, 3D. Was there a reference? Yes, there was a reference. There was a gentleman at VoltCon, and for his privacy, I'm not going to give his name, but uh, every, everybody knows who he is. And he had done a 3D print of the helmet. Okay. And it, it was, it's a great print. And I, I thought, you know what, I wonder if I could make something like this. And it kind of went to the back burner. And then Patrick actually sent me a message. And he says, hey, you know, Savannah and I were doing a Max and Miria, uh cosplay. And we wondered, would you be able to make a helmet? And I was kind of like, hmm, okay, can I? Let's find out. So the helmet itself was, was really easy. Um, I had converted a uh helmet kit that i purchased online to make uh the voltron paladin from the legendary defender helmet mm -hmm. and i just converted that to my needs and then i wrapped the outer edge around it the problem was the visor because mm -hmm. if, you, if you look on the show if you remember the show that visor goes different directions depending on the way you look at it oh yeah if you look at it head on it looks like it's straight but if you look at it from the side it looks like the the uh it goes down a little bit so i didn't necessarily follow 
the main pattern for it. I followed the lines that the helmet was giving me mm -hmm. and the natural slope. So you can see at the front end where, where your eyes would be. Yeah, it right, right above, right to the side there where the, you see where the arrow is. Yeah, right in there. Um, so you see how the visor kind of follows that line. And that's, so I wanted the more aesthetically pleasing. Now, if this was a real fighter pilot, you'd, you'd be shot down within 30 seconds because you can't see up. <laughs> you know, you're moving your head around instead of your eyes. If, yeah, I mean, but we're, and we're talking but, about anime in which the characters can't even see because their hair is in their face half yeah, the time. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and then you see some shots where they'll have, they'll go into space and it's a fully enclosed helmet but when you see they're in earth then it's just a visor and mm -hmm. like how in the world everybody just uses the force that's it yeah exactly <laughs> so the, the, the force of animation is what i would call it yeah but so you know i i had done that and i asked patrick if he if he liked it and they were very happy with it so which made, which made me happy so and there's a picture of me holding mine. That's yeah. Ben Dixon. And there's another picture. I don't know if I if I sent this one to you, Mark, or not. There's a picture of me um, holding a steak. Uh, it's an artificial <laughs> steak. If you know the picture, if you know, the, yeah, that's a great one there because this is our uh, photo or our uh, joke of the meme where the the guy and the girl are looking looking at each other. Oh, and, that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the guys. The guy's looking back. Well, that's that's the steak dinner. And every anyone that doesn't know, um, my character Ben is sitting down to eat a steak, and he gets called away to go to a mission, and they show a picture of the steak, and then he he gets his plane destroyed, and he ends up passing away. So that's that's always that's always that. So I have to I have to include the steak dinner <laughs> as part of the cosplay. So that's a lot of fun. Okay, so let's go back to that that costume you were showing us, right? The, yeah, the Veritech, yes. So that looks pretty good. Yeah, that, now, that's... Is, uh, is, is that the original helmet or the revised helmet? That is the revised helmet. I don't think I have any pictures of the, the old helmet. Um, but this was actually the same, that same photo uh, or that photo shoot that I did with everybody. Um, it, was, it was a great time. We spent a, probably about, I think we were there for three hours in an old warehouse. <laughs> and... This was actually my first cosplay I ever made. Really? Yeah. Wow. I uh, not bad I made for the first time. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, I I started making it, and this my brother had invited me to OhioCon in 2019, and he, you know, he just asked me if I wanted to go. He's told me a little bit about it, and I said, well, you know if i'm going to do this i might as well try to make something i've seen cosplays before i thought it was a pretty big deal so let me see let me see what i could do couldn't think of anything at all and actually voltron came to mind wow like, Man, that'd be great to, be able to do that and the next thought i had immediately was like well you're an idiot because you don't even know what you're doing why try to do something like that so i was i was looking through and i, I was almost ready to give up and my brother had given me for christmas one year a uh 172 inch scale of a, of a Veritech fighter. Mm -hmm. And I, I saw that and saw the lines. I saw, you know, it's relatively square in, in terms of all the appendages. And I'm, I'm, maybe I can do that. And so I thought, again, my same principle, I started with the hardest part, which was the chest piece. Mm -hmm. And 
a little off the scale, but it was how, how it came out again. Like, you know, I'll take it for being my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the cockpit area and the nose was especially the hardest part because of trying to get foam to, to be rounded for one thing and to come to a point was something I really had no idea what I was doing. So it turned out I had to use a bench grinder and a lot of, a lot of glue to get it to hold. And I was kind of getting a little bit discouraged with the way my progress felt. So I took it to my best critic, which happens to be my brother, because he told, he'll tell you if it's great or if it's not great. And maybe not exactly those words, but, you know, he'll tell, he'll tell him to say it. <laughs> and all, again, all I had was the, the actual first helmet and the, the chest piece. When I showed him the helmet, he, was, he kind of looked at it. And he wasn't, wasn't sure. And they saw the chest piece and he said, it looks like you're making a Valkyrie. And I said, okay, you got that. So that's fine. What do you think? And he said, I think you're going to blow some minds. Nice. So, so that's where that came from nice. and debuted it at OhioCon 2019. <laughs> Probably only about five people actually knew what it was. We had quite a few uh, people think it was a transformer. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the generation you get into so that's you know that's that's fine um but everybody really really liked it they, there it goes we have some, we had a lot of fun with that one um <laughs> so yeah yep exactly well you got to live it you know if you're going to really enjoy the steak then yeah but nice. we want to i'm on a robotech site and facebook and you know they'll see it and that's one of the jokes is like oh steak dinner and stay away from the steak and then i'll send that picture and they're like, oh, okay, too soon, too soon. So, <laughs> so there's that helmet again. And yeah, this, that, was, that was actually um, a, a product, one I had advertised on Facebook as uh, for Patrick and Savannah. And a gentleman contacted me and said, do you think you could make me one of Roy Foker? Like, uh, yeah, sure, I suppose so. So that's that's actually the finished piece for, for Roy's. Nice. And uh Last I heard, he had it uh, sitting on his on his counter on display. And then there's nice. this other helmet. That one. There's a great story behind that one. That's just that's just a piece to the puzzle. Yeah. Um, Tell us about was, that one. Yeah, that was for the Ted Koppler tribute. Of course, everyone knows about Ted passing away last year, and and mm-hmm. never got to meet him. And I, I, that was my loss for that. Uh, but as everyone knows, Ted was the creator of Voltron. If it wasn't for him, yep. we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. We definitely wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> and uh, we probably wouldn't all know each other. So right. Voltron was extremely nice in terms of accepting uh, emails to express their condolences for everyone. And that's something I really can't do. I tried three or four times to write an email. I can't, I can't put into words things like for sympathy. I mean, what do you usually say? Sorry for your loss. If there's anything that we can do, you know, let us know. Um, I like to do more things that are more of a tribute. And so this was, this was the result. Um, thought I, I actually got the permission from the Boltcon staff. And I, I said, here's what I'm thinking. I want to do a big shield. And to give you an idea of reference to how big that is, 
that is bigger than the in my entire chest piece on the Voltron cosplay. Right. So that that alone would fill my my body. So that was and we had everybody at the con sign it, and um, the helmet goes with it, and there's even a blazing sword that goes with it. So it's it's the that's a great shot actually with this is this is you, Bob. Yeah, this is you presenting it to Bob, right? Yeah, that was we got that after after being on stage. Um, this, you know, where did I get that blazing sword idea from? You know, <laughs> but uh, um, I I thought one of the great tributes would be of military when they put the soldier's weapon into the ground and they and hang their helmet on it as as its graves registration in for World War II, and that's indicating that there was a fallen soldier there, and. Um, myself personally, I thought that having the helmet and the sword embedded in the ground is probably the best way. That was, was such an amazing idea and, and so well executed. And, and again, very generous on your part to, uh, to make these, you know, and, and present them as you did. Yeah, Bob was extremely happy about that. Um, I think both of us looked at each other on the stage both of us wanted to cry and neither one of us did it was just like thank you thank you okay we're going you know that's yeah. it was, but it was it was really really good and he sent me a very long and very touching thank you note um and it was it was really good and, and the one the part i missed on the helmet that i didn't mention is if you look at it each color of voltron is represented as yeah. blue red black green and yellow and there's actually uh, the stickers on that helmet and we we printed them off and through uh, the help of Patrick and 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 uh, Kevin they they were actually able to print off the stickers and uh, I put the lions on each one for each color yep looks really really nice and of course the helmet design itself the shape is uh, modeled after the original uh, yeah. Ultron Force pilot helmet. I, I was even able to make the the eye shield on it for that one. That was yeah. That was, that was actually a very tricky thing for that. I was. I bet it was kind of like, oh, I don't know how if I can do this or not. So, but it, it ended up working out really well. What's that made from? That's uh, almost everything on there is all EVA foam. Wow, which is basically just the floor mats. Even the even uh, the eye shield. Uh, well, that is gotta, actually, it's be that's war, right? that is, uh, actually, I think that's a clear warbler. Well, I'll be, I didn't which, even know they made clear warbler. Wow. Yeah. That's actually what the, the both my swords are, like both this one and the one I've got now. Well, um, be. it's all, it's all clear and warbler is just a thermal plastic that you can heat up with a, a heat gun and, um, mold it to whatever you need. <laughs> and it's a, the aluminum frame still all the way down through the, the base of it. And I just shaped it, shaped it what I needed, and cooled it off. It gets it gets very hot and very pliable. So if you don't do it fast enough, it'll it'll get out of out of uh, sync on you. Wow! You even have the yellow uh, forehead pendant there on the uh, helmet as well. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, we're gonna have what the details. Do? We gotta have them all. So that's let's, right. let's go for that. So. <laughs> so you 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 are very generous with all of your cosplay all of all of the props that you've made and everything it's it's just unbelievable there's no end to your generosity so we want to thank it you is, for everybody that you've touched with your cosplay and your props and everything it, thank you well 
yeah, well, not just that, but but I mean, not trying to diminish that at all. But uh, at the panels that you presented, yes, you provide such a, a down to earth um, introduction and uh, to to the cosplay world, and and have been so generous with your time to not only give people tips and pointers and ideas, but also inspiration and and motivational words to. Uh, uh, help people along their way, not just with the materials, but with their mindset. And those are such important and, and wonderful things to do. And, and so thank you on behalf of those that you've, uh, whose lives you've impacted in that way as well. Well, thank you. But I, w I wish I could take credit for that. But and again, in the cosplay community, it's, it's more about paying it forward. If you learn something, you pass that on to the next person. And you know, nobody really wants to take, you take credit for your own personal work, but you're also giving credit for, I learned this from someone else. And a lot of times if you learn something like a new trick that helps you may not necessarily help the next person, but maybe they can take that tip and turn it into something of their own. So that's, that's where it comes from. I mean, it is a very generous community. Everybody helps everyone else. And if if they can share their talents and some people are fortunate enough to make careers out of it i'm not going to be that but uh it's if you if they can do it then it's great because they get to set their own their own goal their lives so i, I gotta ask is there anything you can say about your cosplay plans for 2022 i don't really i i have one thing that i have planned for Volcon. Um, it's not, it's not a full cosplay, but I can say that this year's focus is on vehicle Voltron. Oh, nice. And I am planning on trying to make something to represent that form. Um, it's not, it's not going to be a cosplay. Uh, it's, I, I don't, I don't have any kind of time to try to make a, a vehicle Voltron and I know Pete White's going to be disappointed because he's been ribbing me about that for years. Um, <laughs> and until I can figure out how to make a one that would actually transform as doing it do justice, because I, I figure I could make one that, that you could just wear, but where's the fun in that? Um, so it'll, it'll just be, I have refurbished my, my original cosplay a little bit and, and updated it other than just the sword I've gone through and touched up the um the seams through it so it's they're a little less visible so it looks more like one solid piece mm -hmm. but uh other than that i haven't really had much time to try to think of anything but i've got one little thing in mind and there's going to be an opportunity for if, if it works out there's going to be an opportunity for someone to really enjoy it nice so wow. Looking forward to seeing whatever you uh, whatever you wow us with this. Well, let's let's hope so. <laughs> now, as as you said, uh, you're at Colossal Con, right? I am at Paul. Yes. So instead of getting some well needed sleep because he was out all day at Colossal Con, he's he's talking to us instead. So we thank you for your time for that. No yeah, yeah. for the week. <laughs> but what what's going on at Colossal Con, and what kind of cosplays are you doing there? Well, um, today we started off with our, um, with my friend, uh, Crystal. Uh, we did our, uh, very, our Robotech. She started off with her, uh, Lisa Hayes flight suit where I did Ben Dixon flight suit. 
Uh, we did that for a little while, took a bit of a break. And then she did an update, which uh, she was the runner up at VolCon last year. Do you remember with her, uh, it was the Captain Hayes. Mm -hmm. uh, she made that entirely all herself, um, which was phenomenal. But she, she wore that while I wore my Veritech. And um, tomorrow is going to be, well, it's focused, tomorrow's main focus is on my wife. Um, I'm going to be, let's see if you can take a guess who this is going to be. Um, finish this off here. And so. Spaceballs. Yes. So, you know. I, I was going to salute you, but, you know, we yes, might get censored. <laughs> family, family friendly show here. So we'll not do that. But uh, I'll, I do have my fun little cosplay badge that's uh, for the belt buckle. Wow. Okay. Of course, okay. We, we all know the guys. We all know the, the family of people in the white suits, right? Yes. We've heard something about their names. I, yeah. But dated, we're not going to uh, say what that is on this show. Yes. <laughs> but, um, we did have a fun time at Fanboy Expo last weekend uh, held in the convention center. I was, I was wearing that. And uh, some gentleman uh yelled out a certain line on that about being surrounded by certain people <laughs> and uh um or and said how many of these guys do we have on here and i uh i yelled out yo just as part of the part of the line so we got everybody <laughs> got a good laugh out of that but tomorrow's main focus isn't on me it's actually on my wife yeah um she has a spectacular uh cosplay from wiley e. coyote from nice. fame it was uh made from someone in Hong Kong, uh, her name oh. is uh, it's, it's her name is uh, Cosplay Mandy Commissions. Mm. Anyone needs to look check her out if they need any kind of suit, anything made. She she does great work, so definitely check her out. I made a little extra bonus feature for this because it's Wiley Coyote, and what is Wiley without the Acme Rocket? <laughs> nice so it comes complete with an art with a roadrunner nice and at, at the bottom of it because it's a rocket i have a fuse nice so, what is that fiber optic cable there that is one of those fiber optic ones ones got it on amazon it's such a great site i get in such trouble with it mm -hmm. and i just put it at the bottom here there we go Tuck it into the bottom and nice that's it's a and it's it got so much attention last week uh she she was getting people coming i gotta get a picture i gotta get a picture <laughs> and uh I think, I think i got her hooked on some cosplays and then again because it's wily coyote you have to have a calling card and if anybody remembers any of the shows, that's that's what he gave the Bugs Bunny. Yes, he gave that to Bugs Bunny. Yeah, Wiley yeah. Coyote, super genius, had brain, will travel. <laughs> and anyone that's going to be getting their picture taken with her tomorrow is going to be getting a business card. So, got to got to pass out the swag. Um, there's a fun game that they go around here. That's they everyone makes uh, ribbons. I'm not sure how it started. I don't know really the whole culture behind it, but they play ribbon games and you go around and see how many different ribbons you can have. And there's actually one here right underneath my VIP name badge that says, I like big bots. I cannot lie. Love it. <laughs> so, but uh, 
Then there's uh, one that says uh, the Voltron Lions, nice. Space Mice. So there's there's a few on here that uh, that might make an appearance with Voltron. I'm not, not 100% <laughs> sure because one of the attendees really wants to start that there. So, you know, hopefully we'll see some of those there. But nice. uh, she, she likes to have trivia questions to pass those out. So, but... Amy's going to be Wiley Cody tomorrow, and I'm just going to be the follow-along regular crew member that's going to be taking her picture a lot. So you'll be yes. able to see and walk. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah, it's an unusual thing. I, I don't know how to deal with it. Uh, usually all my cosplays, I try to cover this up as much as I can. So, But, uh, yeah, that's, that's one of the fun ones that I can just relax a bit. And then Saturday, um, I've entered the Voltron in the cosplay contest. Mm -hmm. Don't know. Don't know how it'll be. I'm not really. Yeah, I'm. I'm just happy to show it off. It's. It's. All the fans really love it. Um, what really gets me is when you got little kids that come up, and and know Voltron, and you know that, that means they've been raised correctly. So that's, <laughs> that's always the fun. That's fun. Okay. So do you have any more questions for our, our esteemed guests there, Greg? Um, I, I, I could, I could talk, we could talk with you for hours. Yes. And, uh, but, as long as you need to. <laughs> no, you've got, you've got to get on with your, your Colossal Con experience. And uh, we've appreciated every moment that you've spent with us this evening to, uh, to uh, talk about your, your creations. Well, I'm glad to do it. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we really appreciated you coming on with us, and we got a chance to see inside the life of what you do as a cosplayer, what you do as a prop maker, and as just a fan of all these different things that we like as well, you know, all the yeah. the Robotech and the Voltron and everything else. Everything oh, yeah. just gets looked at as a challenge, and, you know, you have to step up and decide whether you want to do it or not, and, you know, anything, anything worth doing is is just doing it yourself have fun with it isn't that the truth no yeah one thing that yeah. we said one thing that we said before this this uh recording started was that anytime that voltron uh, somebody dressed up as voltron walks into a panel it, it kind of it brings the gaze of all the people in the audience to voltron <laughs> instead of yeah. Using the panel yeah it, it, it's really amazing because there's i've had really three great experiences with Voltron. And, you know, the two, it, it's more like one and then two A and two B. The, 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 the two A and two B would be obviously the first time I walked into Volcon. You know, I walked in through that beaded door and then everybody just stopped. And it felt, it felt like an eternity because you know you're you're being instantly judged, but everybody just really erupted and cheered. It felt it felt great. And the the two B would be when I entered it at the first cosplay contest at OhioCon with it. I ended up winning a judges award. But nice. when I walked out on, when I walked out into the stage, um, the the crowd just my brother especially noticed it because it went from maybe an eight to an eleven. It just it, everybody just erupted. And it was it was great. Um, the biggest thing, though, was at right after the first Volcon, um, it was near Halloween, and 
my my mom had invited me to my hometown and said they were doing a trunk or treat for Halloween. And it was at the community church. And if I'd like to come up and, and maybe help pass out candy or just, just show show off the Voltron. I'm like, hey, why not? Let's let's have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. So there was it, it's a it's a very small church, and they probably had 200 people inside of it because they were supposed to have it outside. It started snowing, so they decided to move it inside, and a lot of people, but kids were coming along enjoying it. Some kids were terrified of me. It was you know typical thing, mm-hmm. um, but at the end of the night, when everybody was leaving, um, I. I pulled everything off and I just kept blue and yellow on because I had to walk outside for something. And I went to the front door and there was a girl there. And if I had to guess, she was probably 12 years old. And she said, I knew it. And I said, what? And she said, I knew there was somebody inside that thing. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you caught me, you know, that's, that's great. But uh, she, she said, thank you. And I was like, for what? You know, I'm just here. And she said, you, you let me meet a character I've always wanted to meet. Oh, that's oh, that's that's yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I'm just, you know, open the door and walked out. It's like, I can't deal with this, you know? So, but that was, that was probably the most, the, the best moment I've had with that thing. It's, it's just, it's great. That's so cool. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. That was great. Mm-hmm. We're going to close out this episode of Let's Voltron, and we want to thank Eric for joining us, right, Greg? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Eric. Thanks for having me. And good luck with Colossal Con, and say hello to your wife for us. And we'll see you all next time on Let's Voltron. (laughs) 